I got my miracle. 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 This is the place for miracles. There's a tremendous story in John chapter 4 in which Jesus operates with a word of knowledge. You say, well, you mean Jesus operated the word of knowledge? You think? <laughs> it's a tremendous story. Jesus was in the little village of Cana. Now, if you remember, Cana is where Jesus turned the water into wine. He's up in Cana. It's a little village up in the hills. He had come uh, from another area in, in Samaria. Now, the people in Samaria and the people in Galilee were different. I'm not saying one was better than the other, but they were different. The Samaritans received Jesus gladly, whereas the Galileans were kind of skeptical because Jesus was raised in that area. They would say to him, well, is this not Joseph's son, the carpenter? Didn't he build a patio for me? Didn't he build a, a lounge chair, a lazy boy for me? You know, no, they, they, they were a little more skeptical and they wanted to see a miracle before they would acknowledge who Jesus was. And so Jesus was up in Cana when a nobleman came from Capernaum. Now, Capernaum was 15 to 20 miles away. He either came by horse or by donkey or by some type of caravan. Maybe, maybe they walked, I don't know, but it, but it was a long journey. In those days, 15 to 20 miles was a long way to travel. He came because his son was near death. The Bible calls him a nobleman, which means more than likely he was a royal official in the court of King Herod Antipas. Herod Antipas was the son of King Herod, who was, who was king when Jesus was born. And he sought to destroy Jesus. You remember that story told in, in the Gospels. So he came to Jesus and said, please, please heal my son. Well, no doubt he was expecting Jesus to travel with him back down to Capernaum and lay his hands on him. After all, he was an official of the government. And surely, I'm sure he thought that Jesus would come. And Jesus, by an operation of the word of knowledge, said to him, your son lives. That was a word of knowledge from his heavenly Father. Now, the question is, what would the man do? Would the man say, well, Jesus, I appreciate that very much, but come on, get on my donkey. Let's go back down to, to Capernaum so you can lay hands on my son. Jesus said, your son lives. And the Bible says that the man accepted the word of Jesus. He just accepted it. One thing I love the most about Lindsay is when she hears a word from God, she just takes it and says, that's mine. I receive it. I believe it. And that puts an end to it. There's no more questioning about it. When God said, Jesus said to him, your son lives. And the man went his way back to Capernaum. And when he got there, they said to him, your son is alive. And he said, well, how long? How long? How, how did this happen? And they found it was the same time that Jesus said, your son lives. There's a tremendous lesson in this story of learning how to believe God, not questioning Him, not being so doggone analytical, not trying to figure everything out so you understand it all. There's no way on this earth you and I are going to understand everything. There's some things that we just have to accept, and one of those things is we accept God's Word. I take the Bible. That's, that's why I wrote this book, Unstoppable Increase. I took the principles of the Word of God and poured them into this book to show you how God wants you to have increase in every area of your life. Not to question Him, not to doubt Him, you know, not to say like Thomas, well, I'm only going to believe if I see the nail prints, put my fingers in them, if I stick my hand in His side where the, the spear was thrust in. And I'm not criticizing Thomas. I'm just saying to take God at His Word. If God says He loves you, then say, God loves me. If God says, I'm your healer, then I receive my healing in the name of Jesus. 
And I'm praying right now that you would be more like the nobleman than the Galileans who had to see a miracle first before they would accept God and accept Jesus as His only begotten Son, the Messiah. I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you would say, God, I take you at your word. And when Richard prays, I'm going to receive it by faith. So in Jesus' name, I pray over you. Now, it may be carpal tunnel syndrome. It may be a pinpoint problem right here in your chest. It may be something in your leg or in your foot. It may be osteoarthritis, as that one woman who, who talked about her healing. It may be your shoulder or in some other area of your life. It may be your heart or your blood pressure or your blood sugar. It may be a, a, an aneurysm, a, a growth, a tumor, a mass. It may be in your blood. It may be in your kidneys or your liver. In the name of Jesus. I send the word to you according to Psalm 107, which says he said his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. I praise God for sending the word of God to you. I want you to receive it, believe it, and say, Lord, that settles it. In your mighty name I pray. And friend, I am expecting a miracle. Thank you for tuning in to the Place for Miracles podcast. If you would like to receive prayer, Call our Abundant Life Prayer Group at 918-495-7777 or go to oralroberts.com prayer. Our website also features uplifting articles, online Bible classes, books, and other resources to help build your faith in God. If you'd like to support the outreaches of the Oral Roberts Ministries, please go online to oralroberts.com to make your donation today.